This is a Mortarbox Media Podcast. For more podcasts and to learn how we can help you create your own, visit mortarboxmedia.com. Welcome once again to Chill Filter, the podcast where we drink whiskey so you don't have to. But you probably should. Today's episode, we're drinking a very interesting American whiskey, and we'll get to that in a second. But before I get to that, as always, a little bit of business. Uh, One way you can support us this week, if you have a Facebook, is to hit us up on Facebook. It's under Chill Filtered Podcast. Just look that up in the, I guess, the Facebook search bar. I don't really know because I don't really do Facebook. Um, But Robbie has been doing it well, and uh, it's actually been a really good week, and I'll let Robbie share about that in a little bit. Um, but we've, you know, really been picking up our social media presence, which has been great. And so if you're on Facebook, hit us up, uh, check us out, uh, chill filtered podcast, uh, comment on things, like things, um, you know, share your input on our, uh, what whiskey would you choose options? Uh, you can do that also on Instagram and uh, even on Patreon, you can just comment and hit us up on different things. But um, one way this week that is a little different than what we usually say is hit us up on Facebook. So uh, I think that's mostly it. Yeah, feel free to leave reviews, uh, ratings if you can on Apple Podcasts and some of your other uh, podcasting venues. Um, But we are really grateful for those who chip in, whether it be monetarily or uh, on Patreon or just chip in uh, on Instagram and just let let us know what you're thinking about the whiskeys or what you're thinking about the episodes. I think that's all the business we got this week and here's the podcast robbie how's your week been <laughs> it's been pretty good cole man it's been uh it's been interesting i think uh last week we talked about uh uh getting moose our new lab and, yeah uh just it sucks because moose is like he's a he's an old little bit older we knew we had kettle yeah. cough and he finished up his antibiotics and got real bad so oh. took him to the vet yesterday and he's got pneumonia, so he's on like, oh. yeah, poor guy. He's on a couple of antibiotics right now, but he's so big. It was totally new to me that they didn't have enough antibiotics at the, or the right size at the vet we went to. So we had to like go to like a human pharmacy and they're like, so okay. Moose dead low, huh? I'm like, it's my dog. And she's like, <laughs> okay. Like, yeah, I just thought maybe you had an eccentric doctor or something like that. So anyway. Oh, that's funny. But anyway, and then Opie got kennel cough, so the dogs are a oh, little no. sick. But you know what? I take sick dogs over sick babies, so it was because uh, they they handle a lot better. They still like to sleep, so yeah, um, they're doing all right. So we got Moose on antibiotics, and he's feeling a lot better today. But I will tell you this: I've never seen a dog with so many boogers on his nose. Like it was the oh. weird. It was so weird. I had to wash the floors an extra time this week because it's just caked. Ugh. So that was interesting, but uh, no, other than than that, it's been a good week. Um, It's like our end of semester at school, so we had like a couple of, like a half day today, half day tomorrow, and nice. um, yeah, then we get the three-day weekend coming up, so, you know, it's one of those things where it's like, you know, even if it's a rough day, you still got a good weekend, you got a lot of downtime coming up, and uh, it's pretty cool, Uh, actually, tonight, I don't know, so we're recording on a Thursday night, and... Mm -hmm. uh, uh, had the girls in the bathtub just kind of hanging out. And I saw that, uh, Adam went on Facebook live with his, uh, Madison story slam and yeah. It, was pretty, yeah, it was pretty cool. So like he was doing like a call in and 
tell a story kind of a thing. And so I called into that guy, talked to him for a little bit. It was pretty cool. I'm hoping he continues doing that because I'm like, that's kind of, that'd be kind of a fun weekly ritual where, you know, just kind of hear some stories and hear what he's up to. So, but, so I'm yeah. super curious. What story did you tell? Um, I don't know if I've ever told you this, but it, yeah, it's a dumb story. There's a lot of extra details into it. I was like, the girls were in the tub and I was like, I'll just call real quick. Cause it's kind of fun. But, uh, so it was mm-hmm. just, a in college, I, uh, uh, I never, so I have always been a responsible drinker. Um, I didn't mm-hmm. drink until I was legal. I think that's the same with you, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So didn't drink till I was legal, but like we, our fraternity would go like canned and stuff like that. And like. I would, uh, you know, drink when we were in Canada because it was legal there and then come back and I wouldn't. But so I was a responsible drinker. I was always sober and, uh, people just knew like, if you get in trouble, call Robbie, Robbie, will come get you. So I had, uh-huh. a buddy, I had a buddy who, uh, he got, he was just disorderly in public and, uh, he got arrested. And so he called me, I was his one phone call and, uh, go get him. It's probably like around midnight, one o'clock ish. Yeah. Like, will you, you know, like, it was just, he's annoying. We just take him home and take care of him, make sure he gets to bed. I'm like, yep. And, you know, I've been down there a couple of times. So, like, I think they kind of realized, like, I'd done this before. It's not my first rodeo. So we take him back. Yeah. And we're in my friend's apartment at the fraternity. <clears throat> oh, excuse me. And uh, he, uh, I go to use the bathroom and all of a sudden I just boom, crash. And, like, oh, no. Um, I go around out. He's not on the couch. And like one thing I learned to do is you take their shoes, you like make them take their shoes off and then you move their shoes. Cause like, if you don't have shoes, you're a lot less likely to run away or do something stupid. Right. Yeah. Um, but he's like full bore sprinting down the alley, barefoot, like gravelly. And he's just no. taken off towards the place where he was ca- causing a ruckus. And I was like, dude, it's like two o'clock in the morning, three o'clock in the morning. I'm like tired. So I just called oh, the cops. No. I'm like, I messed up tonight. Got to go find this guy. This is the direction he's heading. I'm going to bed. Like, so. <laughs> oh, it's funny. <laughs> so there's a lot of other details. Like, I, I don't know. I, but I didn't tell the story the best for a story slam thing. I don't know. But. Anyway, that was the story. He would do. It was kind of fun because he was, he titled it like Thirsty Thursdays, and I was like, ah, it's good to see Adam doing Thirsty Thursdays again. So yeah, yeah, that's but, cool. I yeah. I loved Madison Story Slam. Like when I did stories there, it was like one of my favorite things to do in the whole month was the Story Slam night, and and I would like practice a little bit, and like I would put together my story and just do it over a few times, so I didn't have a lot of times where i was like saying um or like or like those kind of filler words or like, so that i could you know would it, or what oh gosh oodles did you say oodles Ood- a lot? <laughs> yeah i'm like oodles of this oodles of that and then that's how you knew i wasn't practiced <laughs> <laughs> so let me ask you this so like, uh-huh. to practice would because i've been kind of doing this with the podcast like i'm still fresh at it like do you find yeah. yourself talking to yourself during the week to be like preparing for how were you how was your week or i don't know that's i always find myself like so cool it's been a good week like i, t- I talked to myself <laughs> i think lot. i did that the first uh few times when i was starting up i feel yeah. like i like prepped and like would hold things in where um where i'm like okay i'll wait until you know whenever we're recording to like get those details out and kind of discuss it um nowadays it's like i kind of realize that there's enough to talk about where i can just be pretty um you know, freelance about yeah. it. I don't know if that's the best word, but just like, just free, you know, whatever comes and no, that's yeah, not the right and word. I, what's that? <laughs> I said free balling. That was not yeah, the right free word. balling, you know, <laughs> like uh Tom Petty or, you know, um, and, um, <laughs> yeah. And, <laughs> but anyway, yeah, just like, moving I guess on. I get, 
yeah, just completely step over it. No, um, yeah, I used to sing that when I was a kid. Um, not the Tom Petty version. <laughs> to the football um, version. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but yeah, it just like it, it sort of came to a conclusion. I sort of came to a conclusion where I was like, you know, there's enough to talk about where I can yeah. be just myself. Um, and not to say you're not, and and I and I think there's something to it of like being prepared. Um, but I also think like when I listen to my favorite podcast, typically I just love how just unrehearsed and and digression filled some of oh, my po- favorite podcasts are. So you should listen to us, Cole, because we are good at that. Yeah, and I love that about <laughs> us. Yeah, I totally listen to us. So actually, do you do you have any problem listening to yourself? Um, not. Not really. Like I always listen to it just to be like, I, I think more of like, cause I don't know, I coach and, um, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So I'm always like, let's, let's review the game tape, you know, like go back and listen. What yeah. do we do here? What do we do there? And it's funny because after we get done recording, like, la- like last week I stayed up late. Like I could not fall asleep. I'm like, why did I talk about this? Why? That sounds so Oh weird. no. You know? And then I listened to it with like, so it's really cute. Cause Amara's like on Monday, she goes, let's listen to your podcast dad, which is like, Aww. that's fun. So I'll listen to it with it or to it with her and I'm like, okay. Like I really beat myself up over like how I thought I sounded, but it's funny because the first time we listen, I go, who does that sound like me, Mar? And she goes, you kind of sound like Kermit the Frog. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. So, <laughs> so then I just, so it's easy to listen to because I just picture myself listening to Kermit. Oh, that's so good. I feel Kermit's like it's probably my favorite uh, gif online where he's like freaking out. I've probably shown it to you and uh, Chelsea many times of when I get excited. It's just like, the, you know, flailing arms and stuff like that. Yeah. And Kermit D. Frog. I'm not really good at Kermit, as you can hi-ho, tell, listeners. Kermit D. Frog. Here. Like, yeah. I probably should start saying <laughs> hi-ho more often. Hi-ho. <laughs> yeah, it's a great introduction. Yeah. I'll tell you my favorite. Yeah. Or Muppet mm-hmm. thing is just Miss Piggy like hiya you know she does that like I don't know <laughs> it cracks me up every time Miss Piggy busts out karate so you know I am not really good at impressions except for two impressions and I think I Uh-oh. think I've done one on okay. the podcast before and it's, it is it certainly um, wasn't an accent I know that much yeah that's for sure because <laughs> <laughs> they all merge into like a semi-Italian um <laughs> But um, no, my the best impression I can do is this one guy on Mad TV. Mm-hmm. It was played by Keegan Michael Key back in the day, and it was Coach Hines. Oh, and yeah. uh, Coach Hines was known for his terrible coaching and his really um, creative uh, threats to the children, mm-hmm. and his really creative name calling of the children. And so mm-hmm. I will do a quick quick. A uh, little bit, and I'll back up from the mic a little bit. Okay. Um, just so the listeners can know how good an impression I have of Coach Hines. All right, you mother grabbers, get over here. I will cut your body <laughs> in half at the edge of a coin. And that's it. There you go. Yeah. So now, now I'm going to um, have to YouTube Coach Hines. Hines? Oh, dude. And Hines. Com- yeah. H I N E. Okay. Oh, it's so good. Like, oh, just look up game or game day, I think it's called. And it's just glorious. Like, okay. this was Keegan-Michael Key. He's always in his prime, in my opinion. Uh, but this was, like, his he's, first prime. He's, like, the bigger guy, right? He's the taller shaved guy. Shaved head and, like, shaved head. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, he's pretty good. Um, yeah, so. Wow, boy. Rambling. Getting quite the digression here. But uh, Yeah. So, anyway. 
So one other thing, talking about listening to the podcast, one of my co-workers yeah. texted me today and he's like, have you ever listened to your podcast in half speed? I was like, nope, can't say that I have. And he's like, you guys sound trashed. And so, <laughs> so if you know, I was, I don't Sounds know, like I a great coworker. Oh my gosh. He's a pretty cool guy. His name's Todd. Yeah. So shout out Todd. That's great. Hey, hey Todd. Get back to work. Um, <laughs> but he, uh, yeah. So I listened to him like, yeah. Sounds totally trash. So if you know you want to slow it down real quick, listeners, you can. It to, it's it's pretty funny though. So yeah, that's that great. Call. Anyway, I love that's that. a, that's enough about uh, me because that wasn't and Coach Hines. But how was your week, Cole? Oh, it was good. You yeah. know, it's that time of year where I try to think about like when people ask me how are you doing. I like to be mm-hmm. uh, honest, but not like overwhelming to people when i answer them (laughs) Um, because sometimes you're like man life's hard and let me tell you every detail of my life and i like try to avoid that but i try to also like think i'll be like you know what it's been a good week and here's why um Mm -hmm. but in a short way um but also like i'm trying to think of like things to do i i always like to have something in my in the back of my mind saying you know, right now in life, like for the next month or so, there might not be happening anything happening, like tip outside of the typical. But I always like to look forward to something. Yep. So I'm legitimately close to buying tickets to Boise okay. for your spring break. Yeah. Um, if you're still down, and I keep like asking Robbie listeners that I'm just like, are you still okay with this? That I would like spend like five Absolutely. or so days with the Deadlow family. Are you okay uh, with good. being in our craziness? That's the question. Dude, that's one of my favorite things. Oh, man. So. Well, Claude, I got to tell you right now, we're like in the middle of potty training, and I don't see any end to it. So, <laughs> you might no, that's like, perfect. buyer beware. Yeah. yeah. No, it, and there's super cheap flights. I found like flights for like 105 round trip during that week. So That's awesome. Yeah, so I might pull that off. Um, and then, so that'll keep me in my mind thinking like, all right, there's something to look forward to. And yeah. that would be actually... It'd be really good because that week you would be on your spring break because yep. you're a teacher. Yeah. But then also the week before I will have completed my exam. Oh. So I won't have to study that week or, yeah. or you know, keep to any sort of uh, thing in the front of, forefront of my mind. Like I it's need to take care of that. Relax and. Yeah. And so. Get your fill of Idaho potatoes and. Oh, dude. It's we'll so good. some whiskey. And, It'll be great. Yeah. And just be chilling time, you know, so. Mm-hmm. Um, so well, I cool look thing, forward too. to, hey, uh-huh. cool, cool thing. Chelsea's got that week off too. So we got, we can do, Ooh. we can do some fun stuff and yeah, Heather, great. Heather works remotely. So I'm, I don't know why that's an issue. She can't come too. I know I brought it up and she was like, I can't do that. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, that hurts. <laughs> well, we'd love to have yeah. you out just you too. So yeah, we'll, we'll take no, any sea ball time we can get. Yeah. Well, I don't no, know about any. It'd be kind of weird if, like, your uncle was like, "Hey, Uncle Seaball here, coming into town." So, like, I maybe totally would pass happen. on that, like, yeah, nicely. But yeah, yeah very had- nicely. <laughs> yeah, but um, and then one other thing happened this week. I wanted to give a shout out to a guy named Ben Klepzig. Uh, and he's like, I think he's called the Madtown Marketer or just Madtown Marketer on, uh, Instagram. Mm -hmm. He reached out to us and we are always grateful when people reach out to us on Instagram saying, Hey, I got a cool bottle or so, uh, that I would like to share with you guys to have on the podcast. That was Ben this week. And we're so grateful for that. We're going to send him some, uh, not only are we going to send him some, uh, supplies to ship us back the, no, I mean, courier us back the samples, ship through the yeah, courier you of course sh- you have to ship the, s- the supplies to him yeah that's and right courier, yeah, yeah. yeah 
Well, that's yep. a tricky thing is getting then, the courier lined up, but I think we'll yeah, the courier is is very um, what's the word? He's very willing to serve wherever you say um, it though. You say it like it's one guy. It's you know a system. <laughs> yeah, it, it's a system. Yeah, and uh, and oh. courier is um, See, yeah. So how, if we had uh-huh. one courier, it'd be like you guys made it. Like we just pay one guy to drive. No, it's a lot of people. Anyway, sorry. No, no, no. Yeah, but they take care of us, slash he takes care of us, slash she takes care of us, I guess. Um, and so, yeah, we're going to we're gonna courier over some uh, supplies to uh, get sample bottles to Ben. Uh, but also, I'm sending a few goodies to Ben, um, sample-wise. Yeah. Um, because he is taking care of us, and, and we want to take care of him a little bit. So, listeners out there who maybe have... Um, certain bottles that they might want to see on this show and on the podcast. Um, we are down to hear from you and we'll help you Absolutely. out as you help us out. So um, keep that up uh, listeners. We're grateful for that. It's been a good week, a good week or two, you know, things coming in the mail and stuff like that. So yeah, um, well, like, uh, he was like, he, he was messaging, you guys were messaging back and forth. And like, I try not to like chime in too much on Instagram stuff because I'm new with this and I don't really know who's who mm-hmm. and how, what the relationships are but I was like is this the real life is someone else <laughs> sending us whiskey this is gonna be amazing like yeah it's pretty cool makes me so happy did you say is this the real life or is it just fantasy yeah that's what I was wondering <laughs> <laughs> just to you, clarify either way it shouldn't shivers down, sent shivers down my spine oh that's good I'm okay. glad to hear it yeah. Any other uh, thoughts on how we're doing or you're doing or anything good in your life? Well, you know, now that we're we're kind of talking about um, social media stuff, I will say yeah. it's just, I think, like, just getting messages like that is cool, where it's like, hey, we got a whiskey for you. That's, like, awesome. But I think in yeah. general, it's been cool, just, like, the community of, you know, like, this week on Facebook, our uh, Which Whiskey Would You Choose? For mm-hmm. our page blew up. We had like seven comments total on it, which is like not a lot, I know. But it's it's cool just to hear what people think and like just kind of be a part of that community. And I know uh, the one on Instagram did really well. Um, but I do want to give a quick shout out for uh, on yeah. Facebook. So Jason Preston, this dude yeah. is awesome. Like yeah, typically, is. typically we get maybe two if we're lucky likes on everything we post on facebook <laughs> and one of them is always jason so i just want to oh, say jason great. preston thank you so much for you know just being there it makes it makes yeah. me feel like posting stuff is not futile because i know he's going to be there on the like so um yeah so and anyway, he's one of our patreon supporters yeah even better so we're so grateful yeah. yeah absolutely so hey jason thanks for being you thanks for supporting us we appreciate it cheers so, Cheers. Yeah. So with that, um, we're going to get into the episode and go into a little bit of history. The bottle we're drinking today, as mentioned at the very beginning and mentioned in the title when you clicked on this podcast, uh, we are drinking High West Burr Rye. Uh, it is a American whiskey. I can't call it a bourbon, can't call it a rye, uh, but it is both. So we'll get into that and what it means and what a High West distillery is like and all that stuff in a hot moment. Uh, but before we do that, we're going to take a quick break. Back with Chill Filtered, uh, we are drinking High West Burr Rye. It's an American whiskey, and I'll get kind of into the uh, the uh, history now. I guess I'll break it down, but feel free to chime in at any point, Robbie. 
Um, the the distillery is High West. Uh, we've actually had High West on the podcast before. Episode twenty three, we did their Rendezvous Rye, um, but that was pretty long in ago. your mouth. Yeah, yeah, that was a very notable episode in my <laughs> mind. I was like, that's the one where we said it gets thicker in your mouth, <laughs> or when you put it in your mouth, it gets thicker, that's or something right. like that. Yeah. Um, but that was pretty long ago, and I don't mind reusing a few of the details. I'm not going to like completely regurgitate uh, what was said on that first. You know what's funny, though? I'll, I'll quickly say this, that I wrote down the notes for that and like wrote them online and, and printed them out. The notes that I used to write were a lot less than the ones I, st- I write now. Like, I really, really write up a lot of notes, but back then it was like a half or less than I that I write now. Wow. So it was pretty funny. I, see, I would have thought it would have gone the other direction. Like you yeah, write less yeah, just, now, but mm-hmm. no. Or it's about like, time you took your job seriously here, Cole. Yeah, yeah. It's about time we, <laughs> you know, actually, you know, be serious about this whole thing after eighty three or eighty four episodes. But anyway, um, so started by a guy named David Perkins in two thousand six. Uh, this guy was very inspired, and and he actually mentions it a few times, and it's like known that he went to Maker's Mark. When he was young, or you know, when he around two thousand three to two thousand five area, and and he was he's a biochemist, and so he was like blown away by Maker's Mark and the fermentation process and distillation and all that stuff, and he's like, I'm going to start my own distillery. So yeah, in two thousand six, uh, biochemist uh, David uh, Perkins started it up, and and fermentation is like literally like one of the greatest examples of biochemistry. Um, Robbie and I actually have both been to the, uh, Park City Distillery. We yeah. actually had lunch there one time. Dinner, uh, I Cole. remember. Was it dinner? It was dinner. Okay, cool. But I had their oat <laughs> whiskey. And that was <laughs> I don't before, remember that. <laughs> and that was before I really liked whiskey and I was drinking mixed drinks, so. That's true. And now, yeah. yeah. And your wife was, I remember your wife was, I can't remember what your wife had, but Heather was drinking whiskey and I was there. Sipping my straw, my mixed drink. So, <laughs> I just think of you with like your your finger on the straw, and like you're, you're like your hand gripping the straw, and be like, mm, "This is so good." Oh yeah, Ew. yeah. They didn't have umbrellas, but in my in, like you say it like that, I definitely had an umbrella in the memory. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It all comes back. Um, but yeah, their actual like main distillery is not in Park City, downtown Park City. Uh, it's actually in Wanship, uh, Utah, which is about a 30 minutes drive from Park City. Uh, I imagine it's really expensive to have a actual full out distillery in Park City because it's a very yeah. um, nice area and like, you know, real that, that's expensive. real estate. Yeah, exactly. Space. So um, they are very uh, open about the fact that they source most of their whiskey. Um, their double rye, on, on the other hand, uh, one of their offerings uh, incorporates a mixture of not only their own juice that they've been distilling, uh, but they also incorporate one that they've sourced. And it's usually known that MGP is their big source uh, for all their whiskey. Uh, their standard offerings are American Prairie Bourbon, their Double Rye, and their Rendezvous Rye. And then also their Campfire Release, which is kind of a cool, they in- incorporate um, Smoky Scotch into yeah. Um, they're like, it's like a blend of, you know, American and scotch, uh, and it's got like a nice, um, you know, smoky flavor, which is why they call it campfire. Actually, we'll have that on the podcast yeah. within the next few months. So, 
Um, as soon as I get there, the courier over here, and I'll get them to you. But oh no, no worries. And can I tell you something? I, I'm an idiot again. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got four ounce sample bottles. So oh no, <laughs> they're like huge. <laughs> they're huge. Are you able to send them back? Oh yeah. I mean, he'll. I'll. I'll talk to the courier, figure it out. But it's one of those things where I was like, oh, "Are you kidding me?" Like, so. <laughs> yeah, that's a hard one. Yeah, you don't want to share that much. I wouldn't want to share that much, at least. Um, well, you buy yeah. a lot. You buy a lot more expensive whiskey than I do. So, like true, my share, true. my oh, geez, true, true, true. Like, gosh, Cole, could have been like, oh no, no, <laughs> <laughs> no, you do. But uh, so yeah, no, I would gladly put four ounces in most of them. So yeah, no, it's good. Anyway, back to the high west. Yeah, so they have a few non-standard offerings. Um, their limited edition offerings are Yippie Kaye, and they have a Midwinter Nights Dram. And the one we're drinking today is actually a limited offering, and it's the Burr Rye. So I'll get into that a little bit. Um, it is called Burr Rye because it is a mixture of a bourbon and a rye. Uh, it is a non-disclosed blend of ratio. It's not the the actual like juices disclosed, um, but the ratio is never to be disclosed um, by High West, and it's kind of a yearly thing. Like the we're we're going to talk about the 2019 uh, release uh, in a bit. I'll get into what goes into that one, but every year there's kind of a different um, like uh, mixture, um, but we don't know what ratios, which is kind of cool. And I'll get into that. Um, but it's usually you know straight bourbon and straight rye, and every year it has to, they're basically at least 10 years old of each bottle that goes into this mm. um this pour um or each you know um barrel basically um it is non-chill filtered and can i call it a bourbon no i cannot can i call it a rye neither that uh it is technically an american whiskey because in order to be a bourbon it can't really be um it can't be like mixed with another um you know, like you can technically like a mix blend. a bourbon with a bourbon. Yeah, but you can't, once you mix it with something that's not oh. what it is, like a bourbon and a rye, it mm-hmm. is no longer a bourbon or a rye. It is a American whiskey. Um, and so, and I don't know, I'm trying to think like, can campfire be called an American whiskey? I bet it can because it is kind of a catch-all. But it's got the uh, Even though there is scotch in it. I think it can still be called American because it is kind of a, a net that you know catches everything that uh, isn't w- like bourbon, rye, wheat, or something like that. You know, gotcha. Um, and I'll look into that by the time we do the uh, campfire episode. Uh, it's ninety-two proof. Uh, the two thousand nineteen batch was a mixture of all MGP products, uh, and that's out of uh, Lawrenceville, uh, Indiana, or Lawrenceburg, Indiana. Um, and the first one that goes into it at a unknown ratio is straight rye whiskey. That is 95% rye and 5% barley malt. Um, the other one would be a, a straight bourbon, uh, which is 75% corn, 21% rye and 4% barley. And then another straight bourbon whiskey, which is 60% corn, 36% rye and 4% barley. And, uh, yeah, as I said, they don't tell you how much they put into each one. Heck, it might be 99% rye and one half percent <laughs> bourbon and then one other half percent bourbon. So it's kind of cool. Um, but they do have something special and uniqueness with that. A lot of people do source from MGP 
and they, um, you know, either just bottle it or they age it a little longer and then bottle it. Um, but the fact is most of those, um, juices are the same ratio. Like usually when you get a rye from MGP, it's a 95% rye, um, but it's cool they do have that, but no one's going to sell this exact mixture. I want I want to call it a mash bill because it's technically mm-hmm. three mash bills, um, but no one else is selling that. So I think that's pretty unique and yeah. special for High West to do. Um, most people, um, yeah, yeah, just do that separately. Um, there is a jackalope on the bottle, like a little bunny with uh, antlers. I don't know if jackalopes are real, but I want to <laughs> imagine they are. Um, and basically that's about all I got. The total wine price is 65. Um, but the high West, but the high West, no high West gives a suggested (laughs) retail of $80. Um, I'm looking forward to this. I, my thing about bourbon rye mixtures is the first time I ever had one was Jefferson's chef's collaboration, which is a bourbon and a rye. Okay. And I remember I didn't like it at all, but this Uh was a long time. This was like 2015. And I remember it tasted like mustard. Mm. Um, it like notes of mustard. It wasn't like straight, like, <laughs> you know, spicy brown mustard or anything like that. But um, Just since then, I've kind of been weary. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm looking forward to this one. So what do you say we pop it open? Oh, I'm ready. I'm excited. All right. So we both. Uh, oh, and I one more mention here. Another shout out today. Uh, this is not neither um, Robbie nor my bottle. This is actually one of our uh, one of our favorite listeners sent this in. This is Caleb Olson uh, hashtag uh, the Bourbon Badger or not hashtag at the Bourbon Badger. Uh, so Caleb, we really appreciate you sending this to not only me but also to Robbie and being so yes, given in that way. Thank you so much. Yeah. So thanks for that. I hope you're enjoying uh, the things we sent you. So uh, I'm gonna pour it out now. Oh man! So I'm getting. I've already. I've been sniffing it. I'm getting. Yeah, please. I'm getting cherries on it, like like, Ooh. A, like a cherry coke almost. Ooh, I like that. I haven't sniffed yet, but I'm getting a little like just even pouring it. I'm getting a few notes. Okay. Just uh, from a distance, and I can. I am picking up like a cherry coke. Are you okay? Yeah, it's yeah, almost like okay. a Dr Pepper or like a cherry Dr Pepper or something okay. like that. Yeah, it's like almost, yeah, that artificial kind of cherry. Oh, for sure. Yeah. The good cherry, like cough drop cherry is disgusting. NyQuil cherry I is agree. disgusting. A cherry yeah, coke. this is a good cherry. This yeah. is like the cherry, like a fake cherry, you know, like an artificial candy cherry. Um, let's see. Yeah, it's sweet, um, but it's a little... Um, it's not like sweet in a caramely way. I'm getting mm-hmm. more of a rye sweetness off of this one. Um, something a little sharper on the sweetness. I wouldn't call it vanilla. I would call it much more candy, uh, which is yeah. which probably tells me this is more of a rye. And the fact that it's that the, the rye within this mixture is over ten years is pretty awesome. Uh, have you sipped yet? Yes. What um, do you think? It's delicious. I like it. Um, and I'll, so this is like the first time that I know of where I've had like the bourbon rye blend mm-hmm. and I like it. No mustard to be found. Nice. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. So I, I gotta be honest, man. Like my palate is not the best. And I was listening to the last couple episodes and I realized like 
after you give your notes, I'm like, yes, that's what I get. But like, I, I'm still getting a little bit of cherries. Um, no, it's good. And it's, uh, it's got a little bit of an alcohol heat to it. Not a lot, but it's, it's good. So I'm getting, like I, like I mentioned with the nose, like the candy sweetness, uh, like a hard candy sweetness, not like, not like a chewy caramel sweetness, as I kind of mentioned. Um, I feel like it's rye heavy on this one, which I dig, um, especially an older rye. Um, I don't get mustard, <laughs> which is awesome. I actually really enjoy this one. Um, yeah, this is good. It has renewed my my hope for um, bourbon rye mixes. Um, it, let me go for another sip real quick. Yeah, I'll say that um, palate-wise, I think palate's probably like one of my big things about a whiskey, and it just... It just covers my tongue. It just lingers there. There's no bitterness. It's nice, and there's definitely, I can see what you're saying with the candy, kind of a sweetness. It's just nice and mellow, pleasant on the tongue. It's really good. Yeah. Yeah, I don't find it unpleasant at all, too, which I almost expect it to be. Mm-hmm. The sharp sweetness I'm getting, again, sometimes, like in, in my experience, can be followed by kind of a bitterness uh, or a short finish okay this one's not too long a finish but it is a longer finish um and it's good i i really do like it um it's one of those ones where i didn't expect it to be this good Mm -hmm. um and yeah but i have a really good feeling that ice will improve this similar to the rendezvous uh, where it kind of makes it a little thicker and um and kind of gives it viscosity that like lends to like a honey um, note, but I have no idea what it's gonna be like. But I have a feeling it'll be good. It might not be though. It might re- kind of ruin it. Um, yeah, the finish is sweet, but not. It's almost like I want to say like fruit, but not apples, not pears cherries um, yeah yeah cherries. that's a great note yeah yeah i'll go with that lots of cherries yeah and almost like good like cocktail cherries oh yeah kind of like a luxardo or something like that yeah exactly yes. yeah. oh mm-hmm. I, you nailed it right there yeah i think yeah. uh i think that works pretty well so, so i'm gonna add a little water yeah i just did i added a couple drops um it definitely like Tone the nose down some. I'm not getting cherries as much, mm-hmm. but it's uh, it's fruity. I don't I don't want to say it's cherries now, but it's definitely some sort of a fruity kind of a nose. Hmm. I think yeah, get, it definitely muted it a little bit. Yeah, maybe maybe getting slight vanilla, or, but I don't know. Like not not super profound. Just it's there. Yeah. You ever had a you ever had a cherry vanilla limeade? Um, no, I'm vanilla is like one of my least favorite things to have to drink. Oh, really? But I had not like a vanilla Coke or something like that. Oh, I hate vanilla Coke. Sorry. Really? I love yeah. vanilla Cokes. That's good to know, but it almost know. gives me like hints of, you know, when you go to like Sonic, you ever go to Sonic? Yep. Yes. And I like get like a limeade, like a cherry, cherry limeade. Cherry, Route 44 cherry limeade. You betcha. Bro, you know the life. And, uh. <laughs> And I, I get a little bit of that, maybe not citrus notes, but almost that like um, pointed uh, cherry okay. notes in that one. Yeah, 
I still am getting it. Uh, you said it was kind of fading off, but I personally am still picking, but not as much for sure. It's slowed down a bit. Mm-hmm. I could see that, like the cherry vanilla, yeah, a little mm-hmm. bit, but I'm getting, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm getting a lot more vanilla for sure, though. Ooh, the uh, ooh palette's definitely not as good. Really, um, you don't think I I like it? it like, I think I might like it I might bittered like up that. for me. Did it? I, I might like it a little bit better than neat. Oh, that's good. No, I dig that. It's a little, to me, it almost feels a little sharper. I don't know, like a little tangier almost maybe on the palate with yeah. the water. Uh-huh. I like it a lot. I think, yeah. Ooh. Tangy's a good word. It's almost, it's not like, like there's a, a almost a sourness to it, but not always in a bad way. But I personally don't prefer it to the neat pour so far. But I still am intrigued about this ice. I think it opened it up a little bit more to where it's just it is sharper for sure. I like that. I like the uh, I like the water on it. That's good. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna yeah. drop a cube. I got All my right. secondary glass ready. Are you uh, are you drinking out of your long stemmed? Uh, I am. Glen Karen. Yeah, I love okay. these glasses. Oh, also, I got a new glass today. Okay. Um, Brandon from uh, Bourbon Charity hit me up, and he's like, he's like, here, have this. And it's, you remember remember my Christmas gift from last year from uh, Adam? It was the uh, geometrically shaped. Yeah. Can't remember the name of it, Tumblr thing? Yeah. The rock heavy Tumblr from yeah, Norlin. Right. Um, yeah, he got me one of those, and it had, um, yeah, you I'm say, like straight up commercial. You have you it. tried the Norlin no, rock Nor- heavy Tumblr? More than that, you're like uh, Billy Madison, like that, and like Chris Farley, that Veronica Vaughn, that rock heavy tumbler. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but I know a guy. <laughs> what about you, Sideburn? Just could be our milk. I'd rather have a beer, right? Oh, there you go. Um, anyway, good old. But anyway, yes. So you got the new glass. I did quote Billy Madison yesterday. I was like, Shabadoo. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Billy Madison. Anyway, so I just added ice and it muted the nose. I'm still yeah. getting a little bit of that cherries, um, but it's like it's like holding your nose further from the um, cherry jar of Luxardo cherries. <laughs> um, it's definitely slowed down the uh, nose a bit. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'll go for the sip. So I, I on the nose, yeah, it just kind of it, it's a made things fall flat for me. Like it's not, nothing, nothing's prominent. It kind of, it kind of killed the nose for me. Taste mm. wise, um, a little of the same. Like, I don't know. It, it, it's not near as tasty to me. Yeah. I think I prefer it to the water. Um, but I'd much prefer it neat. There is a good finish on it though. It's kind of got this hidden bitterness to it. Yeah. I'm definitely but it's still bitterness. sweet. Yeah. And it's it's like uh, sometimes Adam and I used to say that you know it had like a like a battery acid not a battery acid but like a battery zap to it a little bit of that um, I, I don't that. dig it yeah. with ice compared to neat so I'm going yeah. to judge this only like on 100% pour. on the neat pour yeah so I, yeah I think I'm not yeah this is the first one where I think I'm like all about the with water that uh-huh. like to me like it was amazing it's really sharp 
Kind mm-hmm. of hit, just came in tartness a little bit there. It was really good. A little tangy. Tart's a good word. I like yeah. that. Like tart cherries almost. Back to the cherries. Yeah. Yep. I mean, it's not the the ice pour is not bad, but yeah. From from going from neat to the water, which was amazing, to the ice, I'm like, I don't know. I, I yeah, definitely not as good as it could be. Yeah. So, any idea of a rating you would give this? I'm trying to formulate one myself. Yeah. Um. I think. I'm going to go like a 7.2. I think it's solid. Um, yeah, that water pour is my favorite. That was really good. So, yeah, uh-huh. I'm going to go about a 7.2. Solid. Um, yeah, 7.2. Yeah. What about you, Cole? You know, I think, I think I'm going to land in that zone as well. I'll give it a 7.3. I do like it. Um in a way it's i like cherries and i like that kind of notes um but i don't know if this is different enough for me to spend you know 65 to 80 dollars yeah. on but i will um, say i will say this though to like mm-hmm. you know for me i was excited about this i'm like oh it's a bourbon rye like i've never really had that mm-hmm. and you know it's, it's a little more unique in that sense where i think if you kind of have your middle of the ground whiskey drinker. That's like, I like whiskey a lot. What are you, what are you going to have? Oh, it's a bourbon, right? I think it can appeal to someone like that. And of course it's like, yeah, you know, you have someone over and you're kind of doing some tastings and you go, what about this one? I think it's going to appeal. And I think it's for that factor would be good. Yeah, no, I agree. I think that's a good point. And, and, and I don't really have any bourbon rise on my shelf right now. Yeah. Um, so that's something too, and it's the best bourbon rye mix I've ever had. Um, <laughs> Zero hints of mustard. Yeah, exactly. That's all it takes for me to enjoy a bourbon rye mix. Um, yeah, so I'm gonna go with that. Uh, any other thoughts on the uh, on the pour we're drinking today? Did you do your secondary rating, Cole? Oh, I did not. I would oh, give this geez. a mere a mere like it. Um, definitely not a meh. And definitely not a love it, um, but right solid in the middle of a like it. I think I might need to come with my own rating system. I would be so excited for that. And I think it better be uh, special. Well, I'll tell you what. I I haven't thought about this, but this is going to get a what? So that's (laughs) (laughs) I'll have to define that and figure out my rating here in a little bit. But you know, I think if my secondary rating system is going to go with a what? I had a. Full sip of whiskey in my mouth when you said that, and I'm like, "Hold it in, Cole. Don't let this one out." <laughs> yeah. Oh man, that was great. Yeah, I'm totally accept. How about a what? <laughs> you might want to put it on yours, Cole. Yeah, no, this is this is a hundred percent Robbie Robbie ratings. I'm I'm intrigued to what your meh would be. So, oh, but we'll get there. We'll get yeah. there. All right. So um, I think that kind of wraps up the tasting and rating portion. I think I think it's just about time for one of our favorite segments of the show. Oh man, whiskey! At- <laughs> oh, what you got? I thought you were gonna bet. Oh. <clears throat> what, what, what here we go? Say, Cole? Oh, I was gonna say that I like you, Robbie, and I think you're pretty great. But now it's time for whiskey world news.
All right, we're back with Wishy World News. I'm going to let uh, Robbie take it from here, and uh, he's going to be reading a cool article today. I have no idea what it's on, but go for it, Robbie. Well, like I say, it's going to be a cool article. I don't know what it is, but thanks for the time. <laughs> All right, well, this one comes to us from uh, Fortune Magazine, and it's written by Chris Morris. And, uh, you know, Whiskey World News, I guess I need to say, is in no way, shape, or form our intellectual property. Uh, we're just going to go ahead and read this article and just kind of give our two cents on it. So this is, uh, again, from Fortune uh, dot com and written by Chris Morris and it's titled Just in Time for Dry January No Alcohol Whiskey and Gin Alternatives Alright when Marcus Saki launched his line of no alcohol whiskey and gin alternatives five months ago he figured demand would be reasonable after all the beer industry is seeing a big push for non-alcoholic beers these days and millennials are expressing a strong desire for lower carb and lower calorie beverages but he had no idea the demand would be like this Ritual Zero Proof launched last September. It had at the time a six-month surplus of product and ready to roll out. That's in, that inventory sold out in six weeks. The company wow. quickly wrapped up production, ramped up production by 400%. That's our second Whiskey World News article of 400%. So hashtag 400% <laughs> to keep up with the demand. And by the end of the week, that stockpile had been largely exhausted. Booze-free spirits, to put it in a pop culture context, are apparently the Popeye's chicken sandwich of the beverage world. <laughs> that demand has drawn the attention of spirits giant Diageo, whose brands include Johnny Walker, Crown Royal, Smirnoff, and Don Julio. The company has made a major cash investment in Ritual Zero Proof, taking a minority ownership stake that will allow Ritual to dramatically expand its business. Oh, crud. I just clicked on an ad. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there we go. Sorry, that was poor timing. Ritual is the first American-made spirit alternative, says Seiki. It was designed to offer the same taste, smell, and burn of traditional liquor and specifically designed for its use in cocktails. It's not a beverage you'd sip neat or on the rocks, though, as the taste differences then become exceptionally clear. The company's products are not meant as a liquor replacement. Instead, they're intended to give people an option to enjoy a gin and tonic or another old-fashioned without the feeling or the after-effects the next morning. Um, so I'll go and stop there. but. What are your thoughts, Cole? Do you ever see yourself drinking a non-alcoholic whiskey? I, you know, I never had one. Um, but I don't know. Like, there's something to alcohol. At least I figure. There's something to alcohol that makes it what it is. Yeah. Um, like, if I tasted something that was just whiskey without the alcohol, I don't know if I would feel like I was just drinking juice or not, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I would be really intrigued to try this yeah. stuff that they're talking about. Like, and, and like, especially with cocktails, because cocktails typically are, you know, less than half like actual spirit, not even yeah. just alcohol, like just the actual spirit. Um, and, and I'm down for that. Like, I'm, I'm not a huge fan of over drinking. Um, and I typically, you know, we'll have my limits and, but I sometimes wish I could keep like the fruitiness up of like a cocktail. Mm -hmm. So I'm, I'm not against like, um, that idea because sometimes I just like to have something in my hand, but I also have what I would consider like reasonable limits to say, you know what, I've had enough and that's okay. Um, but sometimes I just like to keep drinking something. Yeah. Um, so I'm not against that idea of like having like a secondary just pour to, you know, keep going down without any consequences. Yeah. I don't know. What so, do you think? So the, for me, it was, you know, 
I started reading the article and I'm like, well, it's interesting. Let's see what it has in it. And the whole time, the, the first part, I was like, yeah, but you know what? Like when I drink alcohol, I like that little bit of burn. I like that sensation. Yeah. And but then mm-hmm. they said, you know, we even have the burn. I was like, really? Like, really? I don't know. That's yeah. That's that. That's what piqued my interest. Um, and then yeah. they go, you know, and then it mentions that, you know, on having it neat, it it really diminishes like the experience in general. So I was thought uh-huh. oh, maybe I wouldn't. Then I don't know. But like, I could definitely see. Um, I, I agree. Like, I think the nice thing about drinking an alcoholic drink is. It, you know, puts the smile on your face, you know, it lowers, yeah. it lowers kind of like the defenses and, um, you know, get, get a good drink in you and you can, you know, have a conversation or you can have a hard talk or you can, you know, you know, connect with somebody a little bit more because you're just putting those guards down, I think. Um, yeah, so I, I agree. That's, that's the thing I kind of like about this is like, you know, like, okay, I'll get that, that one drink in, maybe that second drink. And after that, like, yeah, hold something in your hand kind of thing. Like, especially like gin and tonic in the summer, like. All right, and I'm getting to the age where, like, some days I wake up and I'm like, "Oh, what did I drink last night?" I feel like, uh-huh. and I'm like, "Oh, I didn't drink anything because I'm getting old," you know. So it's like, uh-huh. <laughs> you know, so it appeals to me. But I think it's interesting. I think it'd be fun to get, you know, a hand on handle on a bottle and you know just kind of see what it's like. And yeah, yeah. So I, I think that's a good point too of like drinking it maybe as like a secondary, maybe not as your only. Yeah, yeah. I think that'd be yeah. cool. What's the name of the uh, company again? Um, ritual. I think it's just ritual something. Hold on here. Ritual ritual zero proof. Okay, we'll see if we can grab one of those for our time together. Yeah, sounds like they're running out. Yeah, it seems like it's in high demand. They ramped up by four hundred percent. Just yeah, Yeah. you know, it's interesting. You know, if you can kind of have the taste and the burn, I'm all. I'd gladly give it a try. I think it'd be fun too, just to kind of like get that and give it to people without telling them and see kind of where, they, <laughs> where they, where, how they act afterwards. If it's more of a placebo effect where it's like, yeah, yeah. I a drink, you know, and I don't know. Yeah. But, we can share it with know. Amara. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a bad idea though. Yeah. Work your way like, up. Well, here's the thing is like, cause honestly, liquor is not tasty. Like it's an acquired yeah. taste. And you say, like, mm-hmm. Hey, let your kid have a sip of that, and they'd be like, oh, "That's disgusting." I'm like that's what I'm telling you. Don't drink. And then you know, yeah, stay away till they forever. Yeah, get older. They can then try it later. But that's not a bad idea. It's gross. Yeah. Stay away. I would love to see it. <laughs> I don't think I could even do that though. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it'd be hard. So anyway, maybe a little sip, a little sip on the side. Well, it's funny because my girls do like to smell my bourbon, like the, or mm-hmm. whiskeys in general. So they whenever yeah. I, I'll pour a little bit. We'll watch a movie or something. And they want to smell it, so they like this. They say they like the smell. I don't know. So the old uh, Ralph Wiggum. You smell like daddy. <laughs> yeah. uh, all right. So that wraps up uh, Whiskey World news. But we do have one more segment before ending the episode, and that segment is what whiskey would you choose? And Robbie's got the scenario this week. We talked about it a little bit before we started recording, but I'm really excited about this, and I haven't actually decided on my answer yet, but Um, go ahead and take it away, Robbie. See, now, Cole, this is where it's a little bit unfair because you always drop it on me, and i got to think about it. So you have a little bit of a heads up here. But uh, So the situation this week, the scenario is... You're going, you had a big event in your life, uh, graduation, mm-hmm. um, maybe you just got, you know, proposed to somebody or you got proposed to, or you're, mm-hmm. uh, you just found out you're having a 
baby or something. So it's a bigger life kind of a thing. You got a new job, uh, whatever it is, you just had a big life situation happen. Uh, your dad, your mom, they decided, hey, let's go out and celebrate. They've got the disposable income. They take you to the nicest whiskey bar you can go to. They have mm-hmm. everything uh, except for the lower shelf kind of stuff. Um, but you're looking at like dream whiskey here. And they say, you know what? It's all on me tonight. What do you want to drink? So cool. You go out celebrating someone else's paying that you don't mind taking advantage of. Mm. What pour are you taking? You know, it just hit me within the last like 10 seconds, what it would be. Okay. Um, if it's like a, if it's a classy whiskey bar, that's got like some old stuff. Um, I would want um, either one of three bottles that go that bring back of the um, Colonel E.H. Taylor line. Okay. Uh, if they had, uh, I think my first choice would be Colonel E.H. Taylor uh, Old Fashioned Sour Mash, which was the actual like first uh, limited edition release from mm-hmm. Colonel E.H. Taylor. That bottle runs for like three to four thousand dollars nowadays. Oh wow. Um, but then secondly, yeah, yeah. But like, I figured dad's like, you know what? I saw the price of the worst one here and I can handle that. Yeah. Um, It's a special night. Yeah. You know, I just got proposed to, um, (laughs) so, um, (laughs) and then if not that, then I would get the Colonel H. Taylor, um, tornado warehouse C release. Oh, okay. Uh, and then if they didn't have either of those, then I would get the, uh, Colonel E.H. Taylor seasoned wood. Um, those are kind of my go-tos. If I like see them, I really want them. Um, so that would, I, I would definitely lean towards those three, but definitely a Colonel E.H. Taylor line product oh, because okay. it's not like, it's not like getting pappy. It's, it's like actually something that they don't make anymore. Um, and that is like phenomenal usually. So yeah, that's what I, what, what I think I'd go with. What about you? Cool. Cole, thank you for giving me three options. <laughs> I have a hard enough time posting two things on Instagram, let alone your three. We'll we'll settle on like you gotta um, pick one, buddy. seasoned wood, seasoned wood. Okay, we're good. Yeah. Seasoned wood. Um, you know, I don't think I have that much backstory or thought to it, but I mm. will say I'm getting um the best whiskey, my favorite whiskey I ever had. Where I was like, I would do anything for this. Um. You, I think we were in Colorado for Chelsea and I's 10 year anniversary and you poured me some Yamazaki. Uh-huh. Was it 17 or is it 18, 18 Yamazaki, yeah. 18 and that stuff. Like, Chelsea had it and she was, and my, and my wife's not, you know, she likes to have a little bit to drink. She'll drink some wine and stuff like that. But that was the first whiskey. She was like, Oh my gosh, that's really good. I'm like, yeah, that is really good. So yeah. that's what I'm choosing is Yam 18. So yeah, I love yeah. it. No, that's such a good bottle. So good. I think that'll make a really good Instagram slash Facebook post this week on those two. Yeah, I can't wait to see. those are both like phenomenal. I will say this. I think this is probably the first one. So we've had two and both times someone's suggested uh, Old Granddad. Bottle and bottle. I have a feeling Old Granddad's not getting mentioned this time. And I even thought like, maybe maybe I should just say Old Granddad for everyone and we just like hold out for a sponsorship, you know, like, oh, I'm always choosing Old Granddad, you know. But, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, do the, uh, do the, uh, what was the commercial I did earlier? What was, oh, oh I forget. 
But anyway, know. do like a straight up commercial for them. Be like, and you too can appreciate the rock heavy tumbler and <laughs> yeah. pour your old granddad within. <laughs> yeah. So. yeah. So that's good. That's hey, good. you know, we didn't talk about though, Cole, is last mm-hmm. week's uh, Which Whiskey Would You Choose Wednesday? And, yeah. And I'm surprised you didn't bring it up. I, I thought, let's go. Oh, I think I won over. this week. You did win this week. Your Eagle yeah. Rare by a long shot. I want to say it was like 23% to 72%. Like Eagle Rare. Take that, was... Four Roses. <laughs> but I will say this, you know, I can't remember who, uh, who mentioned it. I think it was uh, my bourbon um, journey. My bourbon journey said, "Yep, it's got. It's a little more palatable. It's a little less um, what oaky. Oaky, yeah. So it's a, yeah. l- a mm-hmm. little sweeter. And that's kind of where I went. But you know what? Like, yeah. On Facebook, everybody was like Eagle Rare all day long. And I'm like, you know what? If for uh, I think Eagle Rare is easily like one of the best daily drinkers. You know what I mean? For it's sure. At that right point. So yeah, Cole won last week. We'll see this week. So you had." EHT Seasonwood this week. That's right. Yep. Versus my Yom 18, right? Yeah. Perfect. All right. And unfortunately, so this week I will have to, uh, I don't know, I have to find some like free domain images. I don't know what we can use for the, the post because I can't go to yeah. my liquor store and get a couple pictures of those. But yeah. I'd love to hear what you think. Um, vote for Cole's Rise or, you know, when we post it, like I love hearing what other people suggest. You know, seriously that's, that's yeah we're always down for part. new suggestions absolutely yeah. i'd love to hear what have people have to suggest so please comment let us know what you are choosing for that special yeah. occasion and you don't feel bad taking advantage of the buyer so yeah <laughs> that's great so that wraps up uh what whiskey would you choose and that kind of wraps up our episode so uh thanks robbie thanks for uh always chilling with me grateful uh, for uh grateful to have fun with you grateful to laugh you know yeah, and thanks, so. Caleb, for the, the poor to laugh with and enjoy. Yep, exactly. Yep, and thanks, uh, Ben, for being willing to chip in this week. Um, thanks for everyone. Thanks to all our uh, Patreon supporters. Um, one, I, I like to just mention random ones sometimes. I'm not going to randomly mention. I'm not going to mention all of them, but one uh, is Miles Ferguson. So thank you, Miles Ferguson, for being a great uh, Patreon supporter and for being a great friend. So, um Yep, that's all we got for this week. I hope uh, I hope you can consider hitting us up on patreon.com slash chillfiltered. Uh, and I hope, uh, listeners, that uh, you can continue to be a part of this and enjoy uh, us just going through these whiskeys and having a good time. But most of all, I hope that our love of spirits lifted yours.